Welcome to Travels in a Mathematical World, a podcast from the Institute of Mathematics and its applications, the IMA. This is episode 33. 33 is the smallest integer that cannot be expressed as a sum of different triangular numbers. Okay, earlier this year uh, I spent an enjoyable week in Scotland, and during that time I visited the University of Glasgow. While there I met Professor David Fern and he told me about the area of magnetohydrodynamics. Okay, my, my name is Professor David Fern of the University of Glasgow. I'm an applied mathematician who has an interest in geophysics. In particular, my interest is in the generation of the Earth's magnetic field. But let me tell you a little bit about the basic mathematics that describes this area. It's called magnetohydrodynamics. That's the subject of the motion of electrically conducting fluids in the presence of a magnetic field. And this is the subject that tells us and enables us to explain the generation of the Earth's magnetic field, but it also has applications, for example, in the sun, the sun's magnetic field, what happens in the solar corona, uh, and also it has industrial applications. Let me tell you a little bit about the basic mathematics. Compared with normal fluid dynamics, there's an extra term in the Navier-Stokes equations which describes the motion of the fluid. That extra term is called the Lorentz force. And it can be visualised quite nicely because that Lorentz force can be described as a mixture of two things, a magnetic pressure and a magnetic tension. You can visualise magnetic field lines and where they're close together, that gives you a high magnetic pressure. Where they're far apart, that corresponds to a low magnetic pressure. And there will be a net force from regions of high magnetic pressure to regions of low magnetic pressure. In addition, if the field lines are curved, we get what's the effects of magnetic tension. And the best way of thinking about that is to think of magnetic field lines like stretched elastic wires. Where they're curved, they will act to try and straighten out. So if you simply look at a, a diagram of magnetic field lines, you can immediately get a picture of where the magnetic forces are acting. We've added in an extra effect, the magnetic field that leads to the Lorentz force. We need to additionally describe how that field responds to the flow. And there's an equation derived from Maxwell's equations called the magnetic induction equation. That tells us how the field responds to a flow. In the case of a perfectly conducting fluid, field, it can be shown that field lines are frozen into the fluid. So that if you know what the fluid flow is, you immediately again have that visual picture of what's happening to the magnetic field lines. So magnetic hydrodynamics in general is quite a complex field because there's what happens to the field is affected by the flow and what happens to the flow is affected by the field. We can get some interesting uh, pictures out of that. If you think of a, a very simple problem of a flow down a channel and a magnetic field across the channel, what will happen is if we start the flow, the flow will drag the field lines with it. Those field lines will then become curved, resulting in a magnetic force. And if the flow is driven, for example, by a fixed pressure gradient, there will eventually become a stage of equilibrium where the force 
driving the flow down the channel becomes balanced by the magnetic force due to the curved field lines pushing back. And the steady state will be one of uh, fixed flow um, and at the same time a uh, configuration of a curved field. This is, this is referred to often as Hartman flow. This is just one relatively simple example of the way in which magnetic fields and fluids interact. Okay, I hope you enjoyed listening to that. I'm going to put links to a couple of articles David's written on this subject uh, from his website in the show notes for the podcast. Uh, you can get the show notes and get previous episodes of the podcast and become a fan of the podcast on Facebook by visiting www.travelsinamathematicalworld.co.uk. If you want to send me a comment on the podcast or generally find out what it is that I do for the IMA, you can follow me on Twitter. That's at twitter.com slash Peter Rowlett, R-O-W-L-E-T-T. Thank you for listening.